and welcome to the Weekly Walkthrough H-Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment, sponsored by USW Local 11228. Hi, Susan. Rusty. It's been a while. Where have we been? We have been all over. It is, it's summer, and you think life slows down. No, it doesn't. Well, it mine is always slow, but you were so busy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I camped out at State Golf and got right? wet. Very, very damp. Mm-hmm. Uh, regional golf and state. State golf wasn't bad. Regional golf was wet. Right. But that's how it goes. But we're grateful for the rain. I'm yeah. always saying that, but we are grateful. So. We are. Okay. We are. I mean, summer has exploded. It, it has exploded. Has. And instead of slowing down, H-Town is hopping once again. We're going to be joined by Lynette Reddington from the Harvey County Health Department. And also, Caitlin Bays is going to come in and talk about the summer lunch program. We have some things to talk about. Plus, we have all sorts of stuff to talk about after that, too, because... It's a happen and join, man. Okay. I'm I'm ready for it. Okay, good. And and just so you know, I even managed to hurt myself today. If you can imagine. <laughs> I don't even Okay. People have been concerned about us in general. Right, and but, now you've but they, opened that up. Yeah, but so fine. Oh, what happened? So trimming up my facial hair. Oh gosh. Okay. It gets no, it's it's even way worse than that. Okay. Somehow Be careful. I got, somehow I had a whisker do a rogue flip. And go into a pore on my nose this morning. And I was scratching my nose and had a shooting pain. I thought, what is this? And I thought, did I get a sliver on the outside of my nose? And then I thought, how did I do that? It turned out to be a rogue whisker, whisker stuck on my nose. I'm telling it's, you. It's an can't adventure. can't make this up. No, you can't. It's you can't an adventure. can't make it up. And I had to get a, the 5X mirror and a tweezers. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Wow. Only me. Kids, this is why <laughs> the fact that we've gone away from our some of our Mennonite roots of just letting your beard grow and never trimming it, right. or ZZ Top or whoever, yeah. you know, maybe it's just better to let that happen. Yeah. Don't, don't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just one of those only oh. happens to me. Only but, happens yeah. to you. Oh, well, today <laughs> I'm excited um, to welcome my friend, but most importantly, a a person in the county that I think has a job that is very interesting, and that's Lynette Reddington. So we're going to just kick it off and um, try not to trip you up too much, Lynette, but thanks for being here. How's your morning gone? It's been a busy morning. <laughs> Every day. Every day. Thanks would, for inviting me because it would seem like, me down. Yeah, it would seem like that job that you do would be busy quite often and probably a lot of ch- daily interactions and different challenges day to day. So I'm, gu- I'm guessing that neither n- no day is ever the same. That's about right. Okay. And I don't often call them challenges. I call them opportunities. Opportunities? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's okay. the most positive person <laughs> I like it. I, I in like America. It. Seriously. I like it. Okay, so yeah. Lynette. Just for those people who don't really know, what is the role that you have in our in our county and, and what does that really mean? Sure. I serve as the director of the Harvey County Health Department. So really it's an administrative type role. I have some fantastic staff that are in the clinic section and um, have the background that is needed for that and others that are in the prevention field mm-hmm. and have lots of background for that. So I administer the entire health department in Harvey County, and at this point in time, we have 13 staff. Nice. So where's your office located? We are at, thanks for asking, 215 South Pine. We're on the second floor, a newly acquired building by the county, so more county offices will be coming in there at some point. We don't know who yet, but um, the health department's on the second floor, and welcome welcome to have you there. And, you know, I, I feel like I should know Harvey County 
by now, but if the, if I'm just trying to give a kind of a familiar point, I would say you're tucked back in kind of behind the Warkentine house. If people can find the Warkentine house on First Street, just keep driving around the block. You'll eventually find the health department. <laughs> and there used to be a clinic over there too, right? Yes, we're about two blocks from uh, the Warkentine house. Okay. And uh, Health Ministries Clinic used to be in the Red Door building, which is right next to us at yeah. 209. We're at 215. So if people haven't made it that way, they need to come out and explore. So what sure. are the main functions of the health department? What do you all do? Well, uh, we have three P's, we like to call them. Okay. We uh, protect the public health as a whole general. Um, that you could look at with regards to, um, uh, gosh, uh, hoping that we don't have spread of infectious diseases. Mm -hmm. We obviously just came through COVID or we're still in a bit of COVID, um, but we're talking about things like um, pertussis or chicken pox, which can be controlled, which gets me a second P, which is preventing diseases, okay. vaccinations. People often think of the health department, you think of shots. Yes, we, we do that in our clinic. And then we have promoting healthy lifestyles and healthy living. And you may or may not know, but we have worked with uh, almost every town in the county to create a master bike plan and or master bike and walk plan. Oh, that's great. So your walking trails and all that sort of thing and the safety of getting to them. Active transportation, we call that, with bicycling and walking, and so. Yeah, so like if somebody wants a bike path in a certain place, they just call you up. And you, <laughs> you can give a call to our office, and we'll get you the right person to talk about it. It's yes. awesome. Well, I think that this is a a county where people Absolutely. see people oh, being with, active. Without a doubt, without yeah. a doubt, we really do. We we see it in town, especially around mm -hmm. town, all the time. You know, last night even sitting, enjoying the evening, sitting on the porch. I don't know how many people were biking down Main Street and just leisurely rides down Main right. Street on a gorgeous night after the rain. So, yeah. yeah. We're, and and we're I would, I, I mean, I could be incorrect, but I would think a lot of people would think, oh, a bike path. Well, that's the roads department, mm -hmm. but it's really not, is it then? You, I mean, well, it could be parks and rec, depending what, what town you're in. But we do have share rows, which you may see by bikes that are um Painted on the road, which okay. means you share the road right. with the bicyclist. Mm -hmm. So that could be your parks, or that could be your park, uh, roads department. Okay. I should mention that talking about seeing bicycles on Thursday night, we are doing the Newton and North Newton bike count. So okay. if you see people hanging around on their lawn chairs or in their vehicles watching and checking off on a checklist, we have a couple hours. We do that every year, and mm -hmm. it happens to be Thursday night. Right. We're going to hope there's no rain, but right. <laughs> Who knows at this stage of the week? It's, it's been weird the last few days yeah. of weather. Yeah. Gonna very, take very it weird. though, right? Yeah. Well, so I would suppose that there could be some of us who misunderstand an organization like the health department. You know, they think, well, I shouldn't be going there. That's not for me. Me, on the other hand, I'm in there all the time. What kind of shots can I get today? <laughs> but um, can you give some clarity on who can utilize your services and how can that occur? Yes, our health department is open for everyone. Uh, we don't even say that the county line stops people to come to our office. If you're an itty bitty, if you're zero age, uh, age zero all the way to our older adults, um, we are open for you. We are not your typical clinic. You think about going to your doctor mm -hmm. and you get diagnosed or you get an x-ray. We are not that clinic, but we are the clinic that helps fill gaps. So when we see gaps are in, in our community, we go out and we, we fill them both in the prevention end as well as 
the um, vaccine and when we were talking about um, preventing diseases and things like that. So you'll see us out often in flu clinics and going out right. to communities. We work very closely, I should say we're in Heston. We work very closely with the Heston Pharmacy and the Harvey drug folks, Sandy and her crew. So I want to give a shout out to them because they've done fantastic. Oh, they have. They absolutely have. They've been a guest on here too. They, they're amazing. I, our hat's off to Sandy and the crew at the Heston Pharmacy and the, and the Harvey drug because, wow, they just do phenomenal right. work. And not just, not just with... In, in terms of that, not just with the drugs, but with the patient care and, and that type of thing, and, and making you feel like you are a member of the community across the board. So, so what I hear you say is a lot of partnerships. Oh, that would be my middle name, I think. <laughs> okay. okay, good to community know. Community collaboration and partnership is a big thing for our health department. We have um, just built it. Um, I've been here, I'm in my 11th year as the director, and We've just, people know now the health department is a partner and give us a call. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll find out an audience for you or yes, we'll hook up. Well, and I can certainly say I have um, engaged with your organization in some partnership uh, settings. And for example, the drug court, which we didn't necessarily talk that we were going to say that we were going to talk about that today, but maybe just give a little backdrop on that so that people can see okay, how would something like a drug court first, what is it? And then how would that even involve a health department? Do you want to take that? Sure, I will. Um, in fact, it was um, a delightful opportunity that came to us with Reno County and with Barton County. There was a grant opportunity on the federal level. And Barton, excuse me, Reno County said, um, hey, Harvey, do you want to join in with us? And it was actually specific for rural communities, which is kind of rare for mm -hmm. grants um, because they're, the federal folks are really trying to understand how rural communities work. Nice thing with the grant, we could all choose what was um, appropriate for us. In Harvey County, we had already had a delightful uh, county attorney who was interested in looking at drug court. Uh, drug court is actually a program where folks can, um, they may be charged with a misdemeanor for drugs, um, and they are actually not put in the... Um, the jail. I mean, you just sit in jail, right? You don't, you're not productive in jail. So it's a system where there's a lot of services that come together, wrap around this person from the court system, from the probation system, from the mental health system, from the behavioral health system. And um, health is in all of that. And that is why health department was involved mm -hmm. besides assisting to get it started up. Interesting enough, it was all, um, it was actually the first week of March where several of us were at a federal meeting in D.C. and we got the call for... Of 2020, of we might 2020. add. We got the call of, mm, you, got, you got to get out of there. And actually ours was one of the last flights that left that area because they shut down all the um, airlines. So uh, I came back, besides doing covid things during the night during that week at the hotel. We were building up our uh, drug court team and um, we have had our first graduate in 2022. We were very excited. So we got it going through the whole of 2020 and 21 to get drug court started. And basically the goal would be to, to get people well rather than to put them incarcerate them right okay. so they can be productive they can be out working they can be getting these services um, helping them with their um, health their addiction of drug misuse yes yeah. well 
I, I'm a big fan of that. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anything to help the recovery process, I right. think. Right, yeah. And help someone recover from those addictions, those those demons that they battle, so to speak. And that's wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful to be, able, to be able to help someone and, hey, I can help you guide, and we're going to help you this way. All these organizations pushing and, and pushing and guiding someone the right down yeah. the right path. Yeah. And there's well, a lot of evidence to show that that uh, costs less and works more effectively. Oh, exactly. And what, what is really nice is the example of how the health department got involved. We handed it off. Uh, Mirror Incorporated right now is the main um, funder with a grant that they've received from uh, SAMHSA, Substance Abuse Mental Health Services Administration. So they have a federal grant for five more years. So right now, drug court is really stable and um, the partners are just just into it 100 percent that's great well you mentioned covid um yeah. and i i think that you know it's we would say it's mostly behind us the severity is it okay to use yeah. that term let's use that word but <laughs> what what have we learned overall how your in my opinion your organization handled it quite well for months and months and months so what were the key takeaways well i'll tell you one of the first things um i point to is our plan if you don't know which you may uh, the health departments have an emergency preparedness department, mm-hmm. and we are doing exercises uh, all the time. They could be knee, knee deep, deep knee bends, but actually they're the kind that were actually either tabletop exercises like games um, and or they're actual physically in person. We're doing things so that we can see how this plan's going to work. So our plan worked really well. Uh, do have to say the one thing we learned very quickly was the location of where we wanted to distribute medication, which was our vaccines in this case, um, was not going to work. So we knew that immediately and we started searching for other partners and we found another great partner at the Chisholm Trail um, Mall out off of uh, 39th Street Southeast. So East 39th Street. So um, big kudos to them and and thank you. They are still wonderful partners. They were very welcoming to us. So we also recognized that we had to get out to other pockets of individuals who Mm -hmm. were unable to travel out there. um, And we did that very well. Um, And my team just showed their flexibility. It was just fantastic, both on the clinic end as well as my prevention end staff. They just jumped right in when they needed to because, again, we had practiced a lot of these things. Um, So it's kind of like you learn CPR. You don't use it every day, but it kind of clicked right in when we we needed to do it. Um, The other thing I would like to mention is that um, the community just really stepped up for us. We had people volunteering. We had people um, just sending us notes, um, being supportive of us as a health department. Also, you might have noticed more of the, um, we had the library, oh, lending library, right? Now we have bunches of blessing boxes that hold food because people were realizing other people weren't accessing food or having access to food. So it's been very cool that that was kind of a spur off from um, COVID and people are keeping those supplied, particularly now during the summer. Uh, Some of our kiddos we know as we're gonna hear about the food program here at Heston, but um, that that those are really needed. And it's not just kiddos. There's a lot of folks that need some things from those blessing boxes. So I wanna thank everybody who does supply to those as, as well as take from those. Well, and I think it's interesting. A couple summers ago, I think it was, I attended something out at Newton Medical Center. It was like a freestanding little hospital thing in a tent. You remember that? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, well, come on. Why are we out here in this parking lot? (laughs) But, you know, seeing what it would be like to put up beds or or whatever. And I 
I just thought, that's not going to happen. Well, obviously, in some of our larger cities, they were doing that very same thing. And Harvey County was preparing, and, and you did not have to do that. But I've heard over and over the collaboration level in this county is exceptional. But being prepared yeah. keeps you from losing it your really mind, does. right? Yeah, I, mean, I think so. Yeah. You know, of all the things we lose, we miss our mind most. It feels like yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> so, so no, thank, but thank but you for preparing. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I mean that, that little bit, of, you know, that little bit of preparedness can go a long way. And mm-hmm. even if it's something that, like you said, you're not thinking that you'll ever use, but it's there, and all of a sudden you can access that. And you go, okay, this is what we've trained for, and yeah. this is a massive, massive nation, worldwide, global thing going on. Yeah, yeah. it was important. Right. So, right. you have been involved in a lot of different initiatives over the your tenure, which um, has been a, important in my eyes to our county. But what, what are some of the ones that you've really enjoyed or that have been kind of rewarding for you personally? Well, you mentioned the drug court. That was like huge. And us doing that on top of with the COVID and the stress of the pandemic for our department, just that was huge that we got that accomplished. So thanks to all the partners that worked on that with us. Um, the other one is the community health uh, assessment. Like we don't just willy nilly decide, oh, we have an issue with this and we go off and do it as the health department. Um, many of your local health departments in the whole state does do this process. Um, we again, collaboration and partnership, mm-hmm. uh, do it with our Newton NMC Health. We do it with Health Ministries Clinic. We do it with Prairie View. We have our partner Mirror. We have this year the KU uh, Cope, which is our community health workers. Um, golly, we had an intern from KU. And of course, the health department, um, trying to make sure I don't forget anybody. Our Blue Cross Blue Shield um, Pathways to a Healthy Kansas also assisted us in our Healthy Harvey Coalition. So what this is, is this is us figuring out, not just me and not just these partners, but we get as many stakeholders in our county involved um, of what are the priority health issues that we're gonna look at for the next three years. So we've now done this, this is our third process that we've done this. Um, We're just finishing that up for our next three years, which is 2023 to 2026. We're making a plan. What can we uh, influence in those those areas? And we're just finishing up that 2020, okay, it started July 2020 again, mm-hmm. COVID, right. mm, uh, to 2023. But we're making some strides, and, and we will have that report out very soon so you can see. But um, just heads up on some of the priority issues, chronic disease. We know that heart disease, stroke, those type of things, hypertension, um, things about uh, behavior health and mental health and access to that. And then we have um, our economy and social growth. That is everything from housing to child care to employment to. Okay. Um, and you'd think, is that health? Well, it, it yeah. all relates to our health. Health in all policies is one of our big things. So um, we're just one of those partners. We have a huge number of other partners out there with us. So we're going to make some changes. Wow. It's, it's incredible the, the reach that you guys have in all your partnerships and, and, and covering, like, if you think about it, you're covering every little corner of the county in, in a way. And even though it doesn't seem like Harvey County is very big because it's not, but you have a longstanding reach and you're relating to everybody from the farmer in western Harvey County to someone who's living in an apartment in Newton and everything. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good word, Rusty, with reach. That's true. 
Well, so Lynette, you probably trained for this position, right? When you were a little kid, you're like, I want to be a health director in the middle of Kansas. Just give a sentence or two about where you grew up and what your uh, educational path has been, because I think it's inspiring. Oh, well, well, thank you. Um, I'm, I'm not originally from Kansas. I have been here to almost 21 years, um, but I am... Uh, from originally New Jersey, and no, I don't have the accent because I traveled quite a bit around, and I'm also from South Jersey, which we have a different accent than the North Jersey people. Sure, Lynette. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I'm not going to do it. Um, so uh, with that said, I um, I was educated in, in uh, Rutgers, at Rutgers University. Okay. It, the Scarlet State. Knights. Yes, my Scarlet Knights, um, and then went to Penn State, Nittany Lions. The Nittany Lions, yep. <laughs> And uh, received my master's there in, in education and in youth at risk and then um, volunteer management. So a lot of an agribusiness. So I've got a lot of business as well. So um, from there, just uh, started going places, figuring out what I wanted to do. Ended up as a 4-H agent in several different states. Landed in uh, Kansas. Um, Two kiddos now have graduated high school, and right. one's headed to college, one's been in college, so we're, we're doing well there. And um, no, I did not dream of being a public health director, but when it was proposed to me, um, I was like, oh, I think I have to be a nurse. And I really don't feel like going back to school. <laughs> and so I checked around, and in fact, the person who um, mentioned it to me said, no, 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 no. No, no. And nurses d don't want to deal with all this um, right. admin stuff. Admin, mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> the so, admin stuff, yeah. So I checked around and I made sure that I wasn't stepping on any toes. And I applied and um, commanding commissioners at the time hired me and, and said, you'll do the job. And I, again, I'm a community collaborator. Yeah. I am a grant writer. And um, I really appreciate people and, and what they can do. And so I... I show them respect and, and I get it. Oh, without, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. you, without a doubt. And, and to be able to do that and bridge those gaps and get those people on your side as a team member sure. speaks volumes. Speaks yeah. volumes about what you can do and, and, and the influence you have and, and that type of thing. Yeah. I got to tell you, I feel really blessed to have you as a great friend of mine because, well, first, when I first met you, I was a person that thought I was pretty smart. And then I'm like, oh, wait, make some space in the room for this person because she knows a lot. And then when I tried to write my first grant and I saw the kind of uh, grant writer Lynette is, it's awesome. So if you guys need a, you know, how to um, get a million dollars to make bug, bug catchers or something, just give Lynette a call because she'll find that money for you. Uh, don't, I'm intrigued about a bug, yeah, okay. bug catcher. <laughs> well, okay. What else, Lynette? Anything else we had to cover? Well, um, I've appreciated having time to share what we do at the health department. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Um, <laughs> Lynette, what, what are the hours and how can people contact people at the health department? Sure. Um, thanks for asking because yeah. we just have gone back to doing uh, later hours. If, and if you know the Women, Infant, and Children's program, that's for women who are pregnant, thinking about being pregnant, uh, mm -hmm. postnatal, um, and their little itty-bitty ones, zero to five a year olds. Um, we have untraditional hours. So we are going to Tuesdays to 6 p.m. Okay. So appointments can be made. And uh, we are uh, Monday through Friday, 
8 to 5, except for that Tuesday now to 6 o'clock. Okay, great. So I'm just kind of feeling like I need a jab. What shot could I get <laughs> if I come in before the end of the week? Now, I know it to you I am not a nurse. I would refer you to my staff <laughs> there you go. Perfect. to get that evaluated. Perfect. Do you? Okay, but what if I needed a COVID booster? Oh, we've got those. Okay. Yeah, okay. we got those. All right. And when will my flu shot? When? When? That's not till fall. We usually um, wait till late September, okay. October. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Right. I'm just chomping at the bit. I know. I've never seen anybody who wants to get stuck so badly. I okay. like to stay she's well. Into prevention. Uh, she, she does. Tell you prevention what, is key. I am. A, I am a mess when I'm key. sick. So, well, Annette, we're so glad you were here. Thank, yes. Thank thanks. you so much. Thank um, you. It, it's you're welcome to stay. Or if you, I think I'll head off. I have more things to do. Don't don't forget your um, sack of items out in the foyer. Will do. Thanks, friend. Thank you so much, Lynette, for coming in. And now we're gonna we're gonna shift gears and yeah. we're gonna talk from and we're doing more collaboration. We are collaborating. We are gonna co- collaborate. Caitlin Bays is joining us. Hi, Caitlin. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Great. You're coming on to talk a little bit about the summer lunch program. I am. Yeah. Which I think is c- very interesting and it's kind of made its way from down south on Main Street to North Main Street to the hub of the community that hasn't public Exactly. Library. Yes. So maybe can you give us a little bit of the info? What's the 411 about it? Yeah, the summer lunch program is basically just what it sounds like. Yeah. Lunches in the summer. Um, and we focus on providing food to kiddos, really, I mean, mm-hmm. zero to 18, or anyone in the community that has a need. Because okay. over the summer, kids who had been getting breakfast and lunch right. every day at school no longer have that right. option. Right, right, so, absolutely. Yeah. And there might be some kids that, there might be kids who, we're getting that option like you said now they're home mom and dad aren't home they may not want to may not know how to cook may not want to do that right now they can come up and at least get a meal yes yeah Yeah. yep and we have changed the format this year previously it had been at heston mennonite and we had hot meals a few times a week Mm -hmm. and that started out really great for a few years and was really meeting the need uh covid obviously (laughs) shifted that and impacted that and we had to-go meals Mm -hmm. for a while. And then after COVID, we continued with that format and just really noticed a decline in numbers and the people who were coming. Um, And so decided to to change our format this year. Uh, The Kansas Food Bank does a program during the school year for different schools where kids get a backpack of food on a Friday Mm -hmm. to take home for the weekend. And so we kind of use that as our inspiration to do a grab-and-go format this year. So we only pass items out on Mondays, and they get a bag of food. I mean, it's not enough for three meals a day for the entire week, but we try to to pack it pretty full. And then kid-friendly things they can make on their own. microwave that kind of thing right right so trying to have kids full we don't want hungry kids over the summer so that's our goal hangry is a real thing yes i've been hangry a lot in my life (laughs) hangry is a real thing yes so that that is great what kind of items are you when you say this what what do you is there a group target group i know there's always been uh, growing up i was a four four food groups type of guy that's changed there's a pyramid or a diamond i don't know the shape of food anymore yes (laughs) um we took the food banks list and kind of used that as a starting point I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It is not necessarily like super well-balanced right, and healthy, right. but it is kid-friendly. So okay. we have things like SpaghettiOs and right. Easy Mac and granola bars right. and that kind of thing that, that will fill a kid up but is very easy for them to open or prepare on their own. That's so. good. That That is good. I mean, I know that I learned how to microwave a scrambled egg a long, long time ago <laughs> for three minutes. Don't do it more than that or you get a microwave – you get a hockey puck. 
a hockey puck. I made egg hockey pucks once at a time. So that, that's never good. So as long as it's simple and easy yes. to maintain, yeah, yeah, absolutely great. Um, you know, so you've talked a little bit about some of the changes. Are there other changes that you guys have made over the, over the last couple of years in terms of that? Um, the location, like you said, right. was a change. Um, we kind of started at Heston Mennonite, which was a great fit, especially when we were making hot meals. Um, but, you know, that was also a hurdle for some people to, right. to walk into a church that they don't attend or don't know right. anyone there, to sit down for 30, 45 minutes, mm-hmm. have to interact with people they aren't familiar with. And so we really wanted to make it kind of the term now is low risk. Mm-hmm. People can come up. They don't have to really interact. We have a lot of teachers who are helping pass things out. So it's familiar faces. Um, and we're, we're reaching a lot of people. We Good. have the last two weeks passed out almost 75 bags. Okay. All so. right. That's all. <laughs> there apparently is a need. There, yes. There, there, there yes. is a significant need and, and we're really reaching more people with, with the old format. It was a lot of younger kind of elementary mm-hmm. school age kids, middle schoolers and high schoolers are hungry too. Yeah, and, they are. And, and they with, can eat. Yes. Let me tell you, I remember they can eat. And so with this format, you know, they're not going to have to sit down and talk to me. They can just grab the bag right. and go home and, and have food. So right. the change of location has really helped, and we appreciate the library partnering with us on that. They uh, We always leave a few extra bags here at the front desk mm-hmm. so that if someone misses, you know, because we only have that one-hour time right. frame. So if they miss that, then the librarians have been very gracious and having those bags at the desk to pass out throughout the week in case someone has missed that pickup that's, time. That's wonderful. What kind of needs do you guys have? Right now, our biggest need is probably financial. Okay. Um, we started with a pretty good budget, mm-hmm. but quickly realized that wasn't going to get us through the summer. Yeah. Our first week, we passed out 34 bags. We thought, this is great. That's awesome. And then quickly jumped to 75 and 75. And so the need is mm-hmm. going to be financial. We have enough volunteers. We have a Sunday school class that's packing the bags and preparing that. Great. Um, shopping is pretty easy, but financial is probably going to be our biggest okay. need at this point. And then anything... That we don't use financially this year gives us a good start for Great. next year. So how can someone make that donation? They could make the donations through Heston Mennonite Church. Okay. They can mail a check, drop off a check, drop off cash, whatever they want to do. Just make sure that it's designated to summer lunch program. Great. Awesome. So, so cool. So do people self-identify? They do. We don't have specific criteria. We like to just say if you have a need, um, kind of what the guideline that we have in mind is maybe if you would qualify for those free or reduced lunches through the school district, then you might you might meet the need. If you're going to the park every morning and out to dinner every night and just don't feel like cooking lunch, this might not be the right, <laughs> right. program yeah, for you. Exactly. You know, we really want to exactly. save the resources for the people that have a need. Um, and our target audience or people are kids, you know, we really want to feed kids, but we had a community member who said, you know, I have some older friends who don't drive anymore. They can't get out of the house. Could I take a bag from that for them? Absolutely. We we want to meet the need that's in the community and, um, yeah, do the best that we can. Well, and I guess what I would say too, is we want to remind people that the Heston Resource Center is also a source. If you have People that are 19 and older, they could partner with the Heston Resource Center to, you know, get some um, food for the summer, right. too. But, right. yeah, I just I wanted to make sure. So, yeah, we're not going to turn anyone away. We're not going right. to ask you what your income is when you walk up. But, <laughs> yeah, we, we ask people to just kind of self-identify. Sure. Okay, is this really something I need? Right. Is, is this hard for our community? I mean, we've got people around the table here that kind of know the town. Is is this hard for people to believe or to accept or to swallow, no pun intended, with I think, food? But I think the hardest thing is sometimes people asking for help. 
I think that would be the biggest hurdle is someone having to say, okay, I, I need the help. And mm-hmm. some people just, it's hard to ask for help. Okay. And I think that's probably the thing. I don't think this is, this is something that, you know, you're coming out, you know, but I think that's, that's the, that's the goal. The hardest thing overall, I would think is that okay. to ask for help. So, I, I mean, Jackie's joined us now. Jackie, you see people, kids, mm-hmm. adults on a daily basis. I think there are going to be maybe some people that are going to say that is not a problem in Heston. People, we don't have poor people, you know, maybe one or two families. Would you say this is real? Oh, yeah, 100%. And what I do think is so interesting about this is that the the adults are the ones that have a harder time with it. And the, the, kiddos, so. the kiddos are like, actually, this would be great. And I think what's so interesting is that adults that are coming in, we I had a wonderful discussion with a patron who saw a kid come in. It was like a Tuesday afternoon and just very quietly – was like, can I grab a bag? And I'm like, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the gentleman that was at the counter was a new patron, and he said, "What is this?" And he said, "Well, it's you know we partnered with you know the summer lunch program. We're a drop off point. It's a different format." And he said, "Well, what do you mean?" He said, "Well, you know, there's families in Heston that times are hard. Life mm-hmm. is hard when yeah. you've got to even when you've got two working parents, it's a challenging thing." And he went, "Huh." Okay, well, how you know what? How do I get involved? How do I help? Um, what kind of federal funding do you get for this? And I'm like, <laughs> no. I, I, it was a legitimate. Right. He's like, well, what kind of tax dollars you do you guys get for this? And it wasn't very kind. <laughs> what kind of tax? But I said none. It's all locally run. Mm-hmm. And he kind of bobbed and nodded and said, okay, how do I help? Because yeah. I I think that there is that recognition. And I think that where we have seen it the most is we've seen a lot of appreciative parents that have been able to come in. And since reading tickets go out on Mondays, they dip in, they grab a reading ticket, they might grab a bag while they're at it. And like you said, asking for help Mm -hmm. is so hard. But in this format, the way that they've got it set up, we've made it very clear. There's no questions asked. Absolutely. You don't have to justify it really comes yourself. Back to that low risk. Mm-hmm. Low risk. Just walk mm-hmm. by, grab your bag, go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and with walking out of the library with a bag, oh, I saw you at the library. You and literally 227 other people yeah. yesterday. Right. <laughs> like, okay. Well, and I think the other thing too is we just don't really know everyone's story. That's true. Well, and and, and that's part of it. And I thought it was really interesting. We had a couple of older patrons self-identify mm-hmm. someone who has has helped older members in the community came to us and said may I set aside a bag and so now the librarians will grab a bag for this patron and set it aside and when her when this patron's helper comes and you know just community members that have rallied around as a safety net we mm-hmm. say oh don't forget we also in addition to her books make sure she gets this too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I think we just have to keep being those people. That's Absolutely. what this community was founded on, and you, times are more difficult. And, you know, um, take a little cream off the top for those of us who, who feel like we've been blessed or and, and mm-hmm. just find a way to uh, support this. Because I, I think, Caitlin, you had said, if you're just guessing, what does it cost per bag in a week? Mm, around $10. 
probably okay. per bag. And you did you handed out seventy five, yeah. so that's seven hundred and fifty dollars a week if the numbers don't increase. Right. And you have how many more weeks to cover? Ten. Okay. Seventy five hundred dollars. So Yeah. Get out yeah. and help. I mean that's yep. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, well, absolutely. And, and I think the other part of this, too, is that it's been such a privilege for the library to come alongside not only the people that are looking for this help, but it's been so awesome to come alongside you guys and say, hey, we've identified even more needs, which I realize places a larger burden. <laughs> right, it does. <laughs> but it, it also goes to show that there is such a depth of need to go from 38 to 75 in a week. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, that just goes to show how many... You figure 75 bags, you figure four people per bag if you've got a family, a parent, and two kids. Yeah. I mean, the math is just astounding. And, yeah. and I think that's what a lot of people in the community don't realize. Like mm-hmm. like Susan was saying earlier, you know, like, oh, yeah, there's probably a handful of kids that are missing their school lunches. No, it, it's a very significant mm-hmm. need. And, and when you think about the course of the whole summer, that that's a lot yeah. of meals that people are missing out well, on. And what's fascinating is I think it's great that you were able to quantify it. For this bag, it's 10 bucks. But over the course of the summer, when you look at some families who are having mm-hmm. kind of a rough time, and you're talking hundreds, maybe $1,000 worth of groceries in three months, mm-hmm. yeah. that's a big thing for a it's lot a of chunk. people. Right. Yeah. And I think, I'll, I'll be the first to say, I've had to have an attitude shift over over the last probably decades, because, you know, I used to think, why do we have to feed these kids when I was a teacher? You know, I mean, come on, we're keeping them all day Where long, the and they're, they're getting mm-hmm. to use my m- magic markers or whatever, but that's not the world we live in. Mm-hmm. And until we make systemic changes that make it so that, you know, there's not that problem, this is what we're doing. And so we invite you to, to join us. And I'm really grateful, Caitlin, for your work. Thank you. And um, we'll maybe enjoy hearing kind of a summary at the yes. end of the summer. Yeah. Yeah. That I, way I you look could... forward to kind of having our totals and, and being able to share yeah. how great. many people great. we helped that over the great. course of the summer. How, how can more people get involved besides the donation? I mean, yeah, donations. Um, we kind of went into this summer blind we, okay. <laughs> with right. changing the format okay. and not really knowing the extent of the need. We're like, yeah, this will be easy. We'll just shop. We'll put the bags together. And so building um, this plane as we fly it. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Danae Kaufman <laughs> and I, kind of took took over this shift and so we we already have some plans for next year Great. being able to have more people involved earlier on collecting some of the specific items instead mm-hmm. of just financial resources at this point we don't like you said the plane's already flying yeah. so we don't really have time to slow <laughs> yeah. down and say yeah. hey bring us some spaghettios but next year <laughs> we hope to yeah now that Absolutely. we have a better idea right. of what this is looking like what the need is then we can start the fundraising earlier start collecting specific items kind of branch out and who's who's involved in that yeah. way don't bring a bunch of little bags of peanut m&ms that you have left over from last halloween that you didn't give <laughs> no. out bring we do, a we do not check. want those yes well and, and this is something that i i've had many conversations with the resource director about and many conversations i think every nonprofit has if you clean out your pantry which i have done regularly i have to clean out my pantry And I will say this on your behalf and on behalf of the Resource Center. If it is out of date, please, they they can't hand it out. It's a liability. Don't give someone tuna that expired in 2021. (laughs) Don't do it. If you think it's good enough to eat, give them your can that expires in 2023 and you eat the 2021 tuna. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm just going to throw that out there. Preach it. (laughs) All right. Well. 
Caitlin, have a good afternoon. Thank you so much for coming in. Yes, we'll, we'll look for, for having me. We'll look forward to hearing the ra- the wrap up when it's all yes. said and done. Yeah. Awesome. Um, thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. So, and remember, people can they can write a check and donate to that and help out the financial and yep. easy peasy Japanese and we'll keep these and kids these if, hungry kids fed. And if you can't find your way to Heston Mennonite for some reason, I bet the Heston Public Library could take a check if it's made out to. Oh, we'd be happy to perfect. to the Heston Mennonite Church and then food in the corner. Yep. So. We can have a folder ready to go and just. You know, we'll drop cash awesome. checks, whatever. Awesome. Perfect. Um, All right. Well, what else yeah. is going on? Oh. I have a couple little things. Okay. But, okay. Oh, my goodness. Well, we all got right. all kinds of things. Should we talk about what's going on tonight? Oh, the pool party. The pool yes, party's we tonight. Got the yes. the pool party tonight. Tonight's so pool party. this is a really exciting partnership. Um the library. I can't say enough good things about Lance over at the the rec. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, um, we have come alongside Lance and the Heston Recreation to host a pool party as part of summer library mm-hmm. program. The carnival party. The carnival yeah. party. So there's going to be uh, carnival games. There's going to be giant Jenga. There's going to be face painting. There's bounce house. Bounce house. Bounce house. Like they, we've got so much. This is what happens when we all come together. Yes, the all Swather, together now. The Swather uh, mm-hmm. Swather Boys basketball team is doing the hot dog meal by donation. Chill is going to be there. Yes, and shaved ice is going to be there. We gave out. We worked with Chill um, as the library, and we gave out 150 vouchers for a free snow cone from Chill. Uh, They're going to be busy. I think they will. <laughs> they are going to be very very busy tonight. <laughs> so I. It's yes, cool. I'm really excited. So we've got that going on Wednesday Wigglers. Um, okay. We've got that going on tomorrow. Um, it's opposites. The theme is opposites. Um, and then Thursday, we've got a poor painting class. If you've never okay. done it, it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. There's still time to get registered. Um, Susan, I think you should do that and come on and give a report. I have done it a uh, couple okay. years ago in Civic so Club. Fun. It is pretty cool. Yeah. I liked the, the outcome. It was good. And, yeah, I mean, there we had – let me throw some – I love numbers, numbers and I, metrics. I know, right? So, for example, yesterday we had 227 people in the library. Um, we In our T-shirt painting, we had 60 people come in and say, hey, I want to do, like, the splatter paint T-shirt. Um Last month, we had over 3,500 people set foot in the library. <laughs> and All right. with our programming, uh, including our school tours, we had over 600 people participate in library programming in Great. just May. Oh, that's wonderful. June is going to be even more nuts. I am so looking forward to the carnival tonight. Our page, Katie, is doing the face painting, and she's really good, and I'm really excited. Um, so it's... I think Rusty needs to get, you know, some face paint going on. We, we, we had that. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. Had, it's Susan's turn. I had the microphone uh-huh. on my face. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I, and I, right. I yes, but yes, I did yes, cornhole. Yes. You did play. Really? That's easy. That's throwing bags. I had stuff on my face for an entire evening. <laughs> okay. Well, it's easy for you to do cornhole and easy for me to do face painting. So we did the hard thing. <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah. A lot's going on. I it mean, is. it really is I cool. I mean, it is, it's um, the way that our schedule works is it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesdays is at 3. Wednesdays is at 10. Thursdays is at 6. Mm-hmm. And it is through the whole month of June. Catches everyone then. It does. And, and here's the fun thing is I keep saying all together now, I can't thank our business community enough for the donations that they have made um we've had i have had adults and this just brings me so much glee that come in with their kids and say oh well you know i thought summer library program was just for the kids 
And then I'm like, there's a Milwaukee drill over there. There is not a single six-year-old that needs a Milwaukee drill. <laughs> not they a They might think they would do, but they don't. <laughs> but <laughs> what's amazing is it's like, oh, there's, you know, there's chamber bucks over there. There's the perk, which is for everybody. There's mm-hmm. a haircut. There's a nail, you know, uh, get your nails done. And parents are looking at these and going, Okay. And oh, like, I mean, you need to register. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so cool. we're handing out reading tickets to parents. Perfect. We're handing out reading tickets to kids. You can always register. There is no time that you can't register. Um, this summer has just been absolutely wild in some We're pretty of the much like ways. kind of a week into summer. So. Yeah, it's only June 6th. Yeah. 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 It's that's, June 6th. That's and awesome. And, and there's still <laughs> even more going on yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You ready? I am ready. Go okay, ahead. So, so tomorrow, I have some stuff too. Tomorrow, two things going on. At From... Uh, 8 to 11 over there at Lake Vista, there is a free fishing clinic for kids ever, ages 2 to thir- 2 through 13. It's a come and go event, so you can come, you can learn how to throw a rod, you can learn some basic stuff, some, some casting techniques, you can learn how to tie a knot. Uh, come and go. They ask that kids might want to bring a bottle of water and some sunscreen, and it, you meet at the gazebo over there at Lake Vista, mm-hmm. and it's a come and go deal, so a free fishing clinic. So Everyone should come out to that if you want to learn how to fish if you're a kid because it's really fun and you get to fish a little bit and practice and, and, and hang you, out. And if you swing through the library, you can get registered for summer library program. Perfect. Get a bottle, get a water bottle to take with you. Take uh-huh. out, check out a fishing rod to take with you, and you'll be all set for the fishing clinic. <gasps> Forgot about that. Okay. Like I can see the fishing rods yes. from where I'm sitting right now, and there are some that aren't gone. You could just do yeah. that. And secondly, tomorrow, okay, this is also this is new. This is breaking Ooh. breaking news. It's NBA Finals night at the golf course. So if you're an NBA fan, head out to watch the game on one of the big screens and get a couple slices of pizza for the new pizza oven as the heat the heat and the nuggets duke it out. Um, six bucks gets you two slices and a medium drink. And it's an NBA Finals. They're tied 1-1. So it's the game three. And you can RSVP by calling the golf course at 620-327-2331. New thing they're going to do tomorrow night. So I awesome. think that's kind of cool. So and, hang on, and, check out the new and patio. And if that's not enough, I would invite everyone, young, old, happy, sad, whatever, um, come to the groundbreaking for yes. the, the um, USD 460 bond project. And I'm going to just gift okay. each of you with a small vial that All is right. empty <laughs> in which you can put a little scoop of dirt. Dirt. And right. I got that inspiration from my husband, Mike, who attended the groundbreaking of the Sedgwick County Zoo years and years oh, wow. ago and got a little oh, bottle cool. like that and he has kept that very and cool. it's intact and so we're going to have uh, dirt we're going to have some free food there over the mm-hmm. noon hour uh chill is just camping out yeah they're, uh, they're, yeah. they're staying overnight i guess with their like trailer it. and so it will be at the groundbreaking cool. be a few coupons for um some some dollars off all right and um we're going to get this project in yes. the air so we yes, want to cool. invite kids adults um anybody in our community to come and, and see us turn some dirt. So that'll be a fun thing for tomorrow. Yes. And I bet there's some things going on on into the rest of the week. Yeah, as a matter of fact, so guess what? It is that time of the year. Friday kind of kicks off. There might be a few on Thursday, but usually Friday is the kickoff. Saturday, it's the zoo. It's a citywide garage sale. Yes. Day. So it is going to – this town comes alive with people coming in and rooting through everybody else's garage sale. It's kind of interesting. Um I do want to say, hey, guys, if you're out and about, be let's be a little more aware on the streets. People are coming, darting out through cars and traffic, so let's just be a little more aware out there. But that is on Saturday, Friday, probably Friday evening, Saturday is the big morning. I mm-hmm. mean, 
they've got all kinds of things. If I didn't have other things to do, I would have loaded up a smoker full of ribs. I've done that once or twice before on garage sale. If you day. need, if you're just like feeling like you need to do that, make the ribs, drop them off outside my garage. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, I wondered how that was going to yeah, work. Yeah, hey. you know, just a run, what what would we call that? A rib ribbon run. A like, ribbon run. Yeah. What is it when, when you knock and what's it called? Ding dong ditch. That's ding it. Dong ditch. Yeah. yeah. We'll call I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's getting, a, a ribbon getting run. tired okay, here. Okay. No, and so also um, there is still room for the two-person shamble this Sunday at 1 o'clock at the Heston Golf Course. For more information, call out and talk to Zach and call in about getting a partner and playing in the shamble. The shamble is a wonderfully fun tournament, and it's not quite a scramble, but it's not quite stro- – It's the the goal is if you find a partner. So mm-hmm. you, say, Susan, you and I are partners in the shamble. We both hit our tee shot. Okay. We pick the best tee shot, but then play our own ball and record our own score in, and you take the lowest of the two scores. Okay. So there's plenty of time for that. I don't think you want to be my partner. Well, I'm just using you'd be, you'd, I, you'd be like in triple digits before <laughs> the third hole. But that's why that's why you have a partner. And you, that you, is true. That's why you have a okay. partner. So good yeah. point. But there's still room for that. So, so that's just much. Yeah. So this is just this week. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so much stuff. So those of you who have said we've missed you, thanks. We appreciate yes. that. And we did take a little break mm-hmm. and we're gonna go this week. Well, obviously you're yes, listening. Yeah. And, and then, then next, next week. Well, right? next week. And then we're gonna break through till July and have mm-hmm. one in July. Okay. Probably one in the start of August. Right. And then we're gonna cannonball back in as school starts and go back because we need time to everyone needs time to recharge. And we're gonna recharge and, and but we'll be keep checking our Facebook page. We'll be posting some updates. Also, if you guys want have people that we think we should talk to um let us know email us heston podcast at gmail talk to us we're we're for next year if you got or the next session we'll call it a session we'll call it a session oh hey. i have ideas okay good there you go a session yeah, yeah. next so, session like a photo session. yes okay next session let us know talk to susan and i we're pretty approachable people and along the way the library is a great in-person connecting place like just stop by. I mean, they are a source of information. Yeah. If you are thinking, well, what can I do today? Just stop in and say, what can I do today? And the library will say, well, here's this oh, or yeah. try that. They Well, and we do maintain a full community calendar on our website. So it's not just our stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we are hooked up with the schools. We are hooked up with the churches. We are hooked up with uh, the HRCE. So if you have events um, or if you're like, what am I going to do with my kid today? Uh, aside from the fantastic programming that we have going on here, mm-hmm. uh, you could absolutely check out our website or, yeah, come on in. Give us a call. Uh, it's We had a lot of traffic yesterday because it was hot and then it rained and everybody came here after that. And it was absolutely yeah. delightful. It's awesome. Um, but, yeah, stop in. See us. We love it. We love the foot traffic. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I have nothing more. Okay. I think that we've covered everything. We've got – we've already got some – we've got one guest lined up for next week. We're yeah. going to keep that under our hat. It's a secret. It's going to be a surprise. And a booming surprise at that. I'm telling it's you, it's like a it's called a teaser. It's a battle. It's a battle <laughs> yeah, it's to a to keep it a secret. It but. is. And then we, I think, if all goes right, that July podcast is going to be a lot of fun. If we do this yeah, right, that would be good. Well, and I do have one more minor thing that all is right. not a minor thing for me. We are finally um, expanding our staffing. Okay. Um, so if you have ever wanted or dreamed of being a librarian. Um, we are looking for a librarian to be our Saturday person. So if you're listening to this and you go, this library does a lot of cool stuff. We've got the podcast. We've got our special collections. We've got our summer library program. We've got our interlibrary loans. We've got, I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, 
But if you have ever gone, you know what? Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, come by and see me. Um, yeah, we're expanding our staffing finally. Cool. We with cool. two we hit two hundred and seventy five on the door counter. Sounds great. And with those kinds of numbers, which we are so excited about, like that kind of return after COVID, Mm -hmm. it just goes to show how many people that we touch in a day. And with as hard as my staff works and as hard as as these girls put in and the time they put in, we've finally gotten to the point where it's like, you need help. So get get your resume ready. Yes, get your resume ready. We're going to start a new metric. Ooh. You know, the, you all, you've heard of ROI, return on investment. Uh-huh. We're going to have RAC, return after COVID. That's there you go. Metric. Yes. I like it. There all right. Go. Yeah. Well, okay. you guys have a good rest of the week. Yes. I mean, this has been a lot of fun. We've got a lot of more good stuff coming up. Keep tuning in. This has been the Weekly Walker H Channel coming to you from the hub of the community of Heston Public Library. Spon- recorded with podcast equipment. Re- sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher saying thanks, and we'll talk to you guys next week.